Knockout round of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hi. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode yep. 270. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. How did it go? Great. Great. That's it. Nice and chill. Oh. Some some people didn't show up. Won't say some who. people did. Uh-huh. It's very chill. And then uh, the Iron Bowl went well. So overall, great weekend. So those that didn't show up made it more chill. Should we say? Well, causation correlation maybe. <laughs> um, but, you know. Uh-huh. It was only seven of us, so it was very chill. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Plenty of leftovers because uh-huh. it was at my parents' house this time. So the more leftovers for me. So Ain't good all weekend. And, and what did you bring? I offered, and I was told, don't bring anything. I said, what do you want me to fix? Wow. And my mom said nothing, and my dad got mad. Because he said he's offering to do something for you, and you don't even want him to do anything. Well, what did you screw up last year? Yeah, that's. I a didn't good screw up. I offered to make the sweet potatoes, or make a squash casserole, or make a pie, whatever. And uh, nope, nothing. So I brought me myself and I. And so and I guess an appetite. the next. I guess the next question is when, since you offered, they said no. How quickly did your parents start badmouthing you about how you never do anything? No, they they got over that because they know the heat will come. <laughs> if they'll say, well, I mean, he just shows up, and eats all the food, and then he leaves, and he expects us. Yeah, well, he expects to take a plate full of leftovers with him. I cl- hey, I cleared the table and cleaned <laughs> some of the kitchen. Yeah, do you take leftovers with you? Do you get sent um, home with leftovers? Usually, this time I didn't because. I don't, I don't really know why, but I just went over there like a day or two later and feasted again. Yeah. Rowdy, how about you? I'm pretty all right from food. Oh, my God. He's still eating people. it. He's still eating it. Yeah, still he, had, eating. he had the Cheez-It mm-hmm. uh, Thanksgiving. Cheez-It casserole. Yeah. <laughs> mm, oh, that'd be it's, good. It's, that'd all the, it's all the Cheez-Its, all the different flavors of Cheez-Its layered, and then heavy whipping cream poured on top. Man, Shredded using, cheese, baked. You could you could throw some Cheez-Its into some stuffing. Mm. Oh, yeah, a little well, cheese blast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just oh, thinking, like, egg. Give it a little zang. Any, Flavor any, blast. Anything you may use, let's say, Ritz crackers or a breading for, mm-hmm. instead you just use Cheez-Its. Like, I don't what use you, panko, I use Cheez-Its. Exactly. Like, what about a breaded tenderloin, but it's with Cheez-Its? It's oh, called yeah. bungies, sir. Yeah, they don't bread it with Cheez-Its. Parmesan encrusted. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That it's delicious. It's got that vibe, <laughs> yeah. 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 That Cheez-Its yeah. might be even better. <laughs> Give me the fake cheese. Give me the I'm yellow I'm going to email Bungies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're a little too you're a little too farm to table for what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just try try some breading that's had some food scientists working. Can there. we can <laughs> we get some Nabisco products in this yeah. piece or what? Yeah, I don't need cheese in the breading. I need cheese taste in the breading. Right. Yeah. I need a flavor. I'm just looking for blasts of flavor. Because yeah, the flavor, right. what is it? The flavor's in the taste? Or the taste is in the flavor? The taste is in the flavor. The taste is in the flavor, yeah. But this is a sports podcast, and I swear we're going to get to it. So thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully, all of our uh, World Cup talk was as accurate as ever. I saw John Oliver, our colleague John Oliver, had something to say about the World Cup and oh yeah, Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. Yeah. Did he did he do an expose after listening to our podcast? He did. Of yeah, course. I mean, he, we get ripped he, off all the time. He riffed on us. Yeah, it is like, funny. Yeah. I mean, you just listen to what we talk about, and it is and about six it is weeks later. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yep. Just yeah. Within within a few days, a few weeks, yeah. All of a sudden, I think, I think what it is, well, I mean, <laughs> we're we're putting it out. I into like when the, he makes the declarative statement. I think what it is, and then he goes, oh, I should think of something about why this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, crap, crap! I really backed myself. Well, I'm, pot, I'm pot committed. You still now. have that. <laughs> yeah. You still have that. You still have that crystal read, right? Uh, yeah. Sure. I feel like the Green frequency onyx. of the frequency of this happening has increased since, since you the got crystal. that crystal. Oh, since you got the crystal, we'll talk about things, and then it'll just pop up in the news. <laughs> what, if Reed, what if the next time you ask Reed, "Hey, man, you still got that crystal?" and he's like, "Nah, man, I threw it away." <laughs> yeah, his mom gave him that. He's you don't not. Have he's to ask if he has the crystal. He's not going to get rid of the crystal. Yeah, why would I get rid well, of a power crystal? Right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you still breathing? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, man, you still got that money? Nah, man. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Snoopy, you were saying about sports and yes, things. Yes, sports, sports podcast. Thanks for joining us. Please like and subscribe, please. 2023, it's the year of sports, sports, sports. There's a three at the end. There's three sports in our names, and it's all coming together. We've manifested it on our crystal. Hey, Rowdy. Hey. How about some sports? How about it? Well, I mean, as as we have done the last multiple episodes, mm-hmm. we got to start with the commish, right? The commish. Ooh, this is the this is what, this is the second to last commish cast of the season. A <laughs> uh, little context here: Notre Dame twenty-seven, USC thirty-eight. So uh, this was Jules Shillelagh rivalry game. It was played in, um, as it is at every uh, end of November, it's played in L.A. Uh, they're a yeah. bunch of cowards. Yeah, because they won't, won't play in the cold. So let's see what the commissioner has to say. <laughs> Oh no, he died out. Yeah, we lost. Um, uh, you know, here I guess there's two things I'm a little upset. Well, first off, let me paint the picture because I'm down in Dallas with with my wife's family, doing the whole Thanksgiving day, and oh. and tomorrow happens to be my mother-in-law's birthday, and so like 
they're like, hey, you know, birthday celebration dinner tonight. And I was in the, my, the whole time I was like, son of a <laughs> Like, I don't really figure that, that we would try and do that. Um, so, anyway, so I, I'll be honest, I wasn't able to pay fully full attention to the game because uh, I had some family obligations, which just irritate me. Uh, but there are two things that I take away from this game that really sucks. First up is Caleb Williams is going to be the Heisman Trophy winner. And if he wasn't the Heisman Trophy winner prior to tonight, we handed it to them on a silver platter. Because, uh, yeah, he just, he literally looked like a video game uh, player for a while there at moments. There was, there was a particular one scramble. And I'm in the living room, my kids are around, and, and like, he scrambles this, they literally, later on they, they showed, he ran 80 yards worth of scrambling to get, like, a first down and everything, and I just, like, watching our defense just bumble around while he runs, I was just, like, I yelled out, son of a <laughs> and, like, of course my mother, or my sister-in-law just kind of, like, looked at me, like, the kids are in the room and I just you know like I don't really care but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's the end there's the end of that one it's just, it's just, that was the yeah, end I don't care yeah that's a, it just cut off so the next 10 seconds sorry that was a little long long story short <laughs> USC go Irish I love it. What what I'm my, my first take here is uh, this is on the commish. He wasn't. He didn't give it its its full unadulterated full unadulterated I, attention. Well, to, to, not that I'm not nearly the fan that he is with this stuff. I don't take it as hard anymore. Um, but uh, I, I wasn't either able to. I I had family obligations. We had to go to a hockey game. So I missed it too. I missed the first quarter or so. You missed the entire season. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> a couple things about this game stick out to me. Well, first off, let's talk about the Gamish cast. Perfect. He's entirely correct. That dude I, won the Heisman Trophy in that game. The fact, but the Gamish cast itself. The fact that he probably talked for an additional two minutes before he realized he had gotten cut off. How much yeah. do you think we lost? Two minutes? Three minutes of him? I'd say a good 40%. Good 40% of him just like, yeah, yeah ne- never made it through. Verizon <laughs> said, not a sponsor. Verizon said, yeah, this is too much. We're not even going to. Nice coverage, say. Dallas. <laughs> We're not even going to say Big yeah. D. Hey, this is T-Mobile. This is T-Mobile yeah. country. Uh, yeah, this SMU country. Get the hell out of here. But it ended perfectly. He goes, ah, that was long-winded. So, yeah, he, he went for a while, and then he felt like he had to come, up, come back and apologize. But if I told you that Drew Pine, Notre Dame's quarterback, was 23 for 26 with 318 yards and three touchdowns. That's a win. That's a win, right? Yeah, like that's not a win. Knowing not, With your defense and special teams this year, that should be a lockup win. And if you know the the uh, the rushing game just 
does what they normally do. Doesn't have to be great. If you're going to have Drew Pine throw for 318 yards and three touchdowns, he did have an interception, and that interception was well. That's for that a just as goes goes without saying, right? Right, but yeah, and I mean, he's going to throw a pick. What Caleb Williams did, 18 for 22, 232 yards and a touchdown. He also had three touchdowns rushing and an 80-yard scramble for a first yeah, down. Yeah, if you would. Just looking at Notre Dame, like, if you would tell me, hey, Drew Pine in this game is going to go 23 for 26 for 318 yards and throw three touchdowns, I'm like, it's a lock. It's a game. Like, yeah, we're you'd think. That one. No, no, because the other, on the other side, Austin Jones ran for 154 yards and Caleb Williams had three rushing touchdowns. Is that four losses now on the season? Eight and four, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, one of those was to Ohio State. But, uh, so and one of those was to Marshall. To Marshall, yep. yep. And, and the other one was, oh, yeah, that might be. Like I said a couple weeks ago, I think the Stanford loss is your worst loss. Pretty bad L's. Yeah, pretty bad yeah. L's. Uh, a couple bad ones. Yeah, 27 to 38. USC is now ranked fourth in yep. the college football playoffs. So yep. it's. Georgia, and pretty much a lock no matter what happens. Michigan, probably a lock no matter what happens. They're playing Purdue on Saturday. Uh, TCU playing Kansas State, which is probably a lock no matter what happens. And their yeah, strength of schedule is strong. USC TC, with the rematch TCU. Utah. Yeah. So I think if USC loses, they're out. But who's going to go in? It's either Ohio State. Well, right now it'd be the nuts, wouldn't it? Yeah. At five, if yeah. it stays the yeah. same. Yeah. But the, um, the last, this is a rematch of, against Utah. Last time. Yeah, if they lose to Utah twice, they're out. Yeah, forty-two, forty-three was the last. Ooh, close one. Last game. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel his pain. I didn't feel it as hard this time as I have last time, uh, in years past, like the Bush push years, but. Yeah, it was not fun. Well, yeah, you beat, you beat SC. That kind of salvages your season. Right. Nine as a fan. And yeah, and you beat SC, knocked them out of the tourney. Like, yeah, that's spoiler. That's you, – you can live with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like the Iron Bowl win, you know. You lost two close ones, but at least you won the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Because it's intolerable when you don't win the Iron Bowl. <laughs> Especially off of pick six. Happy anniversary, pick six. Yeah, ugh, that was not a great day. <laughs> uh, Rowdy, what else we got? Well, uh, I've got a headline here that says Rose Bowl has Wednesday deadline. Yes, which apparently has now been uh, figured out. The Rose Bowl was holding up uh, the college football playoffs from moving ahead to 12 teams, expanding to 12 teams in the 2024 and 2025 season. So prior... Oh, they were the holdouts? Yeah. Earlier this week, they were holding out uh, basically to expand the playoffs before 2026, where it's already been agreed upon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unanimous decision again across all... All the ten, bowls. Uh, all 10 conferences plus Notre Dame and all the current bowls to expand the playoffs. The Rose Bowl wanted to keep uh, in their even in their semifinal years. They wanted to keep their traditional five o'clock 
kickoff, 2 p.m. Pacific kickoff on January 1st. Mm. But they would have to give that up if they wanted to, to do to expand the playoffs earlier. So now, uh, as of about an hour ago, the they said, yeah, we will amend our contract so we can make an addition Whale. for $450 million. Yeah, revenue. I was going to say, oh, man, what a <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> right. So now, the, now we will have a 12-team playoff in 2024 and 2025. Before I we love it. The new conference in 2026. So congratulations! This is big news. Who would have made it this year? Let's say if it if it started this year, who who would have been in? A lot of people. Half the well, SEC. Twelve, 12, 12 teams. <laughs> you think so? Well, Let's Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, LSU. Um, I think Ole Miss dropped out. And Mississippi State's 24, I think. So it would have been... Like Washington. George, yeah, Washington, Utah would have both been in. So it, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC, Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee, Penn State. Now we're getting into the 10 and 2. We're in the 10 and 2s. Clemson. Yeah. Then Kansas State at 9 and 3. They're yeah. at 10. Utah at 9 and 3. And Washington at 10 and 2. Nice. Be cool. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah. So and I, how's that going to work? Uh, one and two get buys, or one, two, three, four get buys. The top four get buys. The top four conference champions get buys. Oh, you got to be so a conference to, champ. You have to win your conference. Yeah. Mm. So in this year, uh, we don't know if, yet. If Georgia, if well, if if they all win out. If USC loses and both Michigan and Ohio State are in the top four, only one of them would get a bye. And be the Michigan next team would be would probably still be USC. It would be Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and then let's just assume everybody. It'd either up. be Ohio State, no; Alabama, no; Tennessee, no; Penn State, no. I guess it could be Clemson. You, it could be Utah or Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. Well, the, yeah. If yeah. Utah won the Pac-12. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Oh, happened? that just means that. So th- what you're telling me is that uh, Coach Saban's going to win, end his career in the playoffs every year, if things continue as they have the last 15. What am I saying? That Saban's going to ride into the sunset, making the playoffs every season from here on out or from the 12 on out if yeah. i mean True. they win 10 games they win 10 games a year so yeah i like it yeah, yeah. so this would be you're you're right i'm thinking about this now i'm thinking about my jacket so my jacket from last year's games is 2022 so if this is yeah that's what makes me think because the tournament's 24 right so it's not this one it's the next one so we got one more season before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the final year. What is this? Dead man walking. The four-team playoff is, is a dead man walking. Okay. Yep. I like it. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. You're going to have some cool teams sneak in there. I like it. More opportunities. 
So part of what they gave up was their any sort of special favors, the, the Rose Bowl. They don't have to have, they won't have special dates. They won't have, at least for the next two years. Do they keep the parade? They keep the, well, yeah, the parade. The Rose Bowl parade is like a totally separate. Oh, really? Than the Rose Bowl, yeah. I believe oh. Tournament oh. of Roses. Is that what they're yeah. saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of flowers uh, die for that parade. Yeah. But uh, where are the fir- where's the first round? The first round of games are played at home, right? I don't know. I heard I don't know if they've settled that, but I heard a suggestion that they be at ho- at the stadium of the higher ranked team. Right. Right. So here's Which make kind of makes sense. <clears throat> right. Yeah, so this should start in a year. Right now, I mean, all all the bowls involved, all six bowls have agreed. The ten conferences in Notre Dame have agreed. Now it's going to some special other committee, which is just all the Here we presidents go. of the university. Is Condoleezza on that one? A, he, is, she, is she a president? No. Isn't she going to Auburn? Didn't you say that they were, like, looking at hiring her as the president of Auburn or something? No, as the coach. Of Auburn. Oh, what? Yeah, but that they they hired the uh, the uh, perv Hugh Freeze, so he'll fit right in with uh, Bruce Pearl. They love it. They (laughs) love those. They love those sketchy characters down there in the Cal College. They got Hugh Freeze and congratulations, Hugh Freeze and Bruce Pearl. (laughs) That's right. Congratulations (laughs) to the Rose Bowl for all the money you're about to make. Yeah, no doubt. So wait. You really are saying that this is next, like the next college season is 12 teams? The, the way I'm understanding it, yes. Okay. Sorry, Rowdy. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if we're talking about money, we, we, we ought to talk World Cup, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's been pretty exciting, World Cup, I will say really? so. Yeah. Lots of upsets. Yes, and specifically... Well, we covered those upsets because we covered the, the, the last week when we were all here. Definitely here. wasn't recorded early. Saudi Arabia beat... Yeah, Saudi Arabia over the best player in the world. Woo! Yikes. The biggest upset uh, in World Cup <laughs> history, I believe. Uh, but what they eventually got bounced. The U.S. got through from Group B with an exciting 1-0 one, one win. Uh, against Iran, 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 Iran. Did you hear that dust up? That Tyler Adams, the uh, captain of the U.S. team, called it Iran, and they were like, "That's not how you say it." Yeah. Really? Yeah. And what did they say? Iran. Iran. They say Iran or Iran. Yeah, why do people say Iran? Iran, Iran. I grew up with Iran. Iran, so Iran, I'm glad, and Iran. I'm glad Iran right out of the tournament. Yeah, I'm glad to hear I've been saying it right. Yeah. You know, for the first time. Huh. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Iran is what people say when it's like they want to sound like world traveler, sophisticated, Wall Street Journal subscriber. I don't know. I think it sounds like Herbert Walker Bush when he used to say Saddam Hussein. Yeah, I mean, it Remember? sounds wrong. 
So that I feel like people 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 feel like they're smarter if they say because Iran sounds like that would be a foreign word. Iran sounds like that's oh that's like what a Hoosier would say. All right, Rowdy, how do you say Barcelona? Barcelona. <laughs> right? Barcelona. 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 You gotta have the like. Uh, we'll get to we'll, we'll get to the we'll get to the sound. Spaniards later. Well, I guess they're. They want to be Catalan, right? But whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll respect they, their sovereignty. On yeah, this podcast, they, we, we, I, support, I, we, we support. I we support Catalonian uh, independence. I sure. I Spaniard. I yeah. senior senior. Just want to make that clear from day one. Yeah. From day so, one. And Group A, Netherlands and Senegal went through. Ecuador got mounted. Senegal was kind of a surprise there. Uh, England and the U.S. from Group B. Argentina and Poland. Mexico bounced from the tournament. Oh, that was a heartbreaker. Out of gold differentials. Yeah, out of gold differentials. Uh, This is the first time they're not making the uh, knockout round since 1978. And they promptly fired their coach. Oh, word? uh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, Martino. uh, You're out. out. Adios. He He gone. Uh... What was interesting about that is it was on goal differentials. Now, if the goal differential would have been the same, or the, yeah, then what's it go there. to? Then it goes to uh, Rochambeau. How many yellow cards. You have. Oh, real? Oh, so it goes yeah. to to style class. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what they the con- game conduct I think is what they call it. So at that point, Poland had uh, one less yellow card than Mexico if and I think that's, we talked that's about this, dirty if they were tied at that point then they would have gone to the seventh tiebreaker which is you pull a name out of a hat no way yep good grief what kind, FIFA, what kind of hat? FIFA is the wor- yeah that's a good sombrero <laughs> or what's uh, a Polish no, hat that would be like home field advantage I don't think I think Qatar Guitar gets to decide the hat. Feet so a turban. Yeah, could be. Yeah, a turban. What's a Polish hat? It's probably a rainbow-colored hat for guitar because they love colors. Yeah, they do. Uh, you, know like ra- po- you know what a Polish hat is? Let's hear it. No, a this, shoe. This is. Go- oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you want some more Polish jokes? Yeah, I got what? Some more Polish. <laughs> You need you need some more Polish jokes. I got I got that tab open. <laughs> so Poland plays Argentina. No, Poland and Argentina are through. Oh. Uh, Argentina plays Australia and Poland plays France. Is the whole knockout round set now? Is group no. play over? We still have two two more days. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. So. So the U.S. is going to get bounced by the Netherlands is what I'm hearing. Niederlanders. I don't know, man. I don't know. Denmark's out of the tourney, so anything can happen. Anything is possible. <laughs> what, is, what, do you, what do you win for the, for the World Cup? Do you get, like, a gold trophy? All you get all that, that Czech Budweiser. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, they've got that sold. weird, they've got that weird, like, gold trophy. Well, you know, the first thing, if the, if, if, Poland wins that gold trophy, you know the first thing they're going to do when they get home. What's they're that? They're going to get it bronzed. <laughs> <laughs> I love these it are, so much. These are just all straight off these the are, dome. Just zingers, <laughs> man. They're going to get that nickel plated, boy. 
<laughs> Here we go. I guess we're doing this. <laughs> well, we like we like to kid here, but anyway, carry on uh, with with the World Cup news. Uh, generally, the World Cup has been poorly attended. They said, "Yeah, why would you go there?" Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. And there's kids there, which is odd. I'm shocked uh, by some of the crowd shots. It's like I saw a uh, the Tunisian uh, a Tunisian fan today with a cardboard sign with like Arabic writing on. It. I was like, "How do you get that in the stadium? How did they let that guy in with a cardboard sign?" You can't even drink beer, but they're letting you in with flags and signs and big hats. No vuvuzelas, no horns. I haven't seen many no. horns. Really? Well, there's not many Now, people I saw an American with a drum beating a yep. drum. Yep. The, so here's what I've heard about the uh, attendance. For the larger teams, they're saying, well, they're saying on average, the FIFA is saying this. On average, they are at 97% attendance. What kind of stadium size are we talking Capacity. here on average? <clears throat> All of them were around 40,000. I think they've said they're up to like 45,000 now. Is that small? That was another That was another controversy. So for there's the four stadiums, they're all in the same city, as you pointed out, Rowdy. Like 85% of the population lives in... Uh, Doha. One, one, Doha in one city. So all four stadiums are there, uh, and all of them, the capacity required was 40,000, as at least 40,000 for any stadium that's in the Isn't world. that small? So, yeah, it's pretty small. Hmm. Uh, but there's not a lot of infrastructure that's required either. I don't think that they expected this to be all that well attended, honestly. wonder why. Yeah, gee, what could it be? No beer. Could it I'll tell you that. No be? beer. Winter. It's in the winter, which is not when major European countries uh, take their... Western Westerners aren't real holidays. excited about connections through Tehran. Yeah. Speaking so, of, of Poland, you know, they, <laughs> they built a stadium specifically in the hopes of getting the, the World Cup. Specifically for it? But... You know what the problem was? What? Oh, I bet no matter where you sat in the stadium, you were sitting behind a pole. <laughs> but I... <laughs> so in the first <laughs> round, they were announcing the attendance of around 45. They were saying, oh, attendance was great. It's 45,000. But they said capacity was on all the sites were 40,000. So after red flag, <laughs> red card. Yeah, after they've announced that, hey, we're at ninety-seven percent capacity. There's forty-seven thousand people, forty-five thousand people there. Somebody says, does it only fit forty thousand? Oh well, let's. They go back and amend all of the capacities to the stadium. Dude. So that that was the first step, right? They at from the reports we've heard about, if it's not a major country. If it's a smaller country or it's a uh, not, uh, yeah. they didn't travel as well. For instance, the Tunisians, the Senegals, even Australia, there's usually somewhere between sixty and seventy percent capacity in most of these stadiums. Most of those tickets are free because they're they are corporate tickets, or and or they're also counting all of the uh, journalists that are there, which are not normally counted in the uh, in your capacity numbers or your attendance numbers and the concession workers oh yes and the concession workers <laughs> and people are leaving early because they said the the transportation to get out 
is so long. Some of these games to beat the Heat, they start at 10 p.m. So by halftime, it's 11 o'clock, and you are typically waiting an hour to two and a half hours for tr- transportation. So people are leaving early. Jeez. Some of these games are under 50% capacity by the time they end. Uh, so it's not going great. It's not going great. I don't think that, that Qatar has to worry about this. No, They're they already fine. made theirs. Right. They already paid out for it, but it's not looking good for for uh, the TV viewer, for those mm. on the outside who already were questioning this entire process, like us. Hmm. So that's All where right, we're at well, with the World Cup. Not great. Should we not bring it back fun. home then? I mean, to the Hoosier State. Oh, all right. Let's do it. Sure. All right. Let's talk Purdue. Oh, Boilermakers. This headline just says, Purdue steams through Portland. Yeah. Uh, Boilermakers are hot to trot right now. Seven, six and oh, seven, seven and oh now? Seven and They won tonight. Now. Yeah. Somehow they're still strangely ranked five after knocking off Gonzaga, Duke, West Virginia, Marquette, Florida State, but nope, they're still five. I don't know how that works. After being unranked in the preseason, they go out to the Phil, and so all those games, they go out to the Phil Knight Invitational in Portland. Happy birthday, Phil Knight. It's your 85th birthday. Is he really 85? Yeah. Wow. And if you were making soccer balls for Nike, that means you finally get to retire after uh, 75 years. (laughs) Yeah. So that's pretty cool. They went out there. They beat, like you just said, West Virginia, the sixth-ranked Gonzaga Bulldogs, 75-56, and then went up against number eight Duke and beat them as well. Went out. They went from being ranked 24th last week to fifth. So where are the top five teams currently? Uh, Houston, which is the first time that Cougs. they have been ranked. Uh, first time they've been ranked number one since like 1983, something like mm. that. Texas, Virginia, who won last UVA. night. Very controversial last call. Ooh. Uh, uh, that was the one I was texting you and Big City Adam about. What was that, that was score? That 36 to 35? Virginia plays that Six, small ball, boy. 63-62, yeah. I think 62-61, something like that. Arizona at four and Purdue at five, followed by Baylor, hmm. Creighton, UConn. UConn also won. So the Phil Knight Invitational has two like two legs, two 18 tournaments. UConn came in unranked and won the other side. Oh. Uh, Kansas at nine and Indiana coming in at number ten. Hey, how about it? Yeah, huge huge jump for Zach Eady, who was their like seven foot seven hundred player. He's huge. Yeah, he uh, is a monster. Averaging over twenty points. Yeah, he had twenty. What twenty two? Last I saw tonight. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. in the fr- I watched about almost all of the first half, and they had 32 or 34 points, and he had like 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So He's good. Uh, looking pretty good. That's, all, that's good, for, good. good for good uh, for Hoosier basketball, not just IU, but Indiana basketball. Where's uh, Butler no good, in, no good this year? Where's Notre Dame at? Where's Evansville? Uh, they, Where's Ball State? ISU. <laughs> Villanova. Uh, long way to go. Long way. Villanova. I mean, uh, uh, 
You mean Via Nueva? No, what's up there? <laughs> Charlie Billy. Not Vi Valparaiso. Valparaiso. Yeah. Yeah. The beacons. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So that's that's all I got about Purdue. Just giving them their okay. flowers, as the kids say. Yeah, give them their flowers. Spoiler makers, hey. let's do it. Uh, hey guys, I gotta. Can I try something? Sure. I got a new. Yeah. I got a new segment here. Oh. Oh. All right. Oh, please, please. Uh, I hate our this. old segments. Let's do. Let's do this. Let's try <laughs> this. Let's do something. New. Hey, this show sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anything. Throw anything. Uh, let's throw it against the wall. See how. It's, okay. See if it sticks. We got a segment called Read Options. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't have any theme music for it yet, but we'll yeah. see if it sticks. If it, if it sticks, maybe we'll music. come up with something. Well, let's hope this only takes about 8 to 12 minutes. Can By the end of that, can you have some music whipped up? Can your daughter no. have some music yeah. whipped up? She's been asleep for Well, get the, key, get the keyboard, take it up there. Yeah, she'll, she'll blow something mm, out. She'd be quick. happy to. Mm -hmm. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you four headlines... Rapid fire. Oh, this is R E E D option. Oh yeah. This oh is okay. For you read. Oh okay. This is, yeah. So you can editorialize on. I love it. My favorite thing. Yeah. My favorite pastime. Here's the here's the kicker though, because there's a lot. There, uh, you know, we're in a funny season right now. It's a there's a lot of news coming out around college football, pro football, a lot going on. Uh, I want to get your take on things. Okay. Uh, I like and, this. You know, we never we never get through all these headlines. So, uh, you get four downs. Okay. Uh, and and we'll see how far you can get, whether or not you can. And you're the referee. I'm the referee. Kay. I will spot the ball. All right. My <laughs> all right. You're on the chain gang, huh? All probably right. as accurately as any uh, any other football referee. I'll use all of the advanced technology right. I have, which is just. You'll use uh, all the advanced technology and then just do what you want. Yeah, <laughs> arbitrarily mark the ball yeah. with my with, with my senses. Get out your index card. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna suss it out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so first, uh, first down, first and ten. Deion Sanders mm -hmm. is talking to Colorado Buffaloes about their head coaching position. Mm -hmm. What's your feel on this? What's your what's your what's your immediate take? My immediate take is I I like that the Buffaloes are all in. Just take a swing. They're the, they got the worst roster in the Pac-12. Why not? You know, go for it. Uh, but if I'm Dion, it's not the Buffaloes that are gonna woo me away from Jackson State. It's gonna it's gonna be somebody else. Why not? Why not the Buffs? Well, they like I say, they got the worst roster. You're losing USC and UCLA. So the really the future of the Pac-12 is up in the air. And he's got something going at Jackson State. I'm staying at Jackson State until I get a monster offer. The Auburn things, the Auburn thing scared me, but um, like I say, I respect the Buffalo for going all in. But if I'm Dion, I'm not taking that gig. He is 23 and five at Jackson State. Yeah. Uh, that was that was good for three yards. Three yards. Second and seven. Up, up the gut. All right, up the gut. All right. Fell forward. Fell forward Dilfer. for three. UAB Trent Dilfer. I finally met. They're gonna go with it. Trent Dilfer to UAB. Super Bowl winning 
quarterback, Trent Dilfer. Super Bowl champion Trent Dilfer with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, I This is interesting. He's been high school coach for the past several years, I believe. Where, though? I don't know where. Lipscomb Academy in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. 38-8. I like it. I like the new fresh blood uh, at for the Dragons down there when they're, what, third or fourth season back. Um, why not? I dig this. I like it. I've always liked Dilfer. He, he knows the game. He get the Dragons going. I dig it. You're, you're for this one? Yeah. Four deal uh, for at UAB. Loss of yards? Loss of, loss of five yards. Damn. All right. So third and 13? Third and 12. Third and 13. Uh, you should have a lot to say about this Kay. one. Michigan goes to Columbus and beats uh, Ohio State handily. Yeah, I was going to say, they just, Did didn't, watch they just didn't beat them. They smacked them down. Planted the flag in Did the middle of the O. In the horseshoe, it was a big deal that they beat Ohio State last year, but to go to the horseshoe and beat them as handily as they did, I love this. Uh, let's not forget, two years ago, Harbaugh's flirting with the NFL. A lot of Michigan fans wanted him gone. Uh, now he's the talk of the town. Um, Michigan is by far the most— Never going to have to buy another milk again. Yeah, Walmart's going to keep selling pants. I mean, this is in Ann Arbor. This is good. Uh, Michigan is by far the most physical team in the Big Ten. Um, if it stands like it is now, I'm looking forward to a Georgia-Michigan national championship. That's going to be a ah. pad-cracking game. Rowdy, you, you have a family here uh, that has some associations to Ohio State. Is that right? Yeah, brother-in-law. How'd that go? You said you haven't talked to him yet? He's giving no. him his space, as he give should. Him, He's a gentleman. Him, give him his, yeah, exactly. All right, fair enough. Yes, Michigan had touchdowns, five touchdowns over 49 yards in this game. Two 75-yard touchdowns and an 85-yard touchdown. Yeah, that was a great game. Oh. I watched the majority of that game. It was awesome. Why, and you don't want to go see him beat per, er, to Purdue handily? And not for 200-plus, no, I do not. <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll give, hey, first down on that. Oh, yeah, boy, pop the play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got some. Do you want to, Reed, do you want to tap your mana? <laughs> yeah. Before you move to the I next do. Are you round four, four here? Fly? Plus three attack. Okay. I got, I got three, you can pick one. Okay. We've got some coach changes. Uh, Auburn. Okay. Hires Hugh Freeze. Auburn freezes over. Yep. Uh, no, Wisconsin is fickle no more. They get fickle. Mm -hmm. Or Matt Rule to rule Nebraska. Fickle's the best hire out of all those. Um, yeah. He. Ma you have anything to say about Hugh Freeze to Alabama uh, to Auburn? I mean, I guess they're going to open up a few more strip clubs down there in southwestern uh, Alabama. Uh, Hugh Freeze. Let's not forget that Hugh Freeze, athletic director at Liberty, was also associated with the Baylor athletic department when they had all those rape charges against them. Yeah, so who, right. Hugh Freeze yeah. is, like I said earlier, is filthy just like Bruce Pearl. Some, for some reason, down there in Auburn, they don't mind these kind of skeezy dudes. Um, I will say this: Hugh Freeze got hired by Auburn. I think. 90% of that decision was based on 
him beating Nick Saban two years in a row about six or seven years ago. Sure. They're sick and tired of losing uh, to Alabama, even though I think they've beat Alabama three or four times uh, over the Saban era. Um, right. But that's the worst hire. Fickle's the best hire. And Matt Rule is probably a little bit like Nick Saban. College is the place for him. The pros uh, clearly were not. Here's some interesting things about Hugh Freeze that you may not know about this hire. First off, you did mention that he did beat Nick Saban twice. In 2017, there was a two-year ban for Ole Miss for unconstrained culture of booster involvement, which is now legal. That's so true. The problems That's he true. Had, which led to a lot of the problems That's right. at Ole Miss are now not a problem. Uh, although one of the problems he had, as you mentioned, was some, um, in, let's call them indiscretions uh, via social media. Well, as part of this agreement to go to Auburn. He has relinquished control of all of his social media. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Allegedly. 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 Okay. Allegedly. I did not read yeah. that one. Okay. Yes. Uh, also, did you know this? Uh, during his time at, at Liberty, he was sued for his handling of sexual assault. Yep. Uh, sexual misconduct allegations. Yep. So... Here we are, uh, what are we, five years later, and uh, one same old, one same hospital old. bed, one hospital bed. It's true. He is the only coach I'm aware coach. of that is coached from a hospital bed. Coached from a hospital bed. <laughs> Here we are with Hugh Freeze. Part of his problem still is, is now not a problem, but the other two issues are probably going to rear their ugly heads. What's what's Auburn thinking? Put your I, I this is gonna hurt for you. Put your Auburn hat on here. What's Auburn chasing the dragon, man? Hat? They just I mean think about how many coaches they have had in the last what 10, 12 years from Tuberville to Malzahn uh, to um, uh, that, that dude that dude they had before Cadillac. I can't even remember his name. He was there about twenty minutes. Um, Mendenhall. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Um, I I think Auburn is one of the most impatient college football programs in the country, hmm. and I think it. And I mean, Barkley has even said it. They definitely have an inferiority complex in the state of the two major programs uh, in the state. They have the inferiority complex, but they have also won two national titles in that stretch too. So, I mean. I don't really get it. In the last 10 years? In the last, what, 10 or 12 years or whatever. So I don't, I don't know what they're, I I was shocked when I heard the rumors about um, Freeze. I definitely thought Kiffin was a possibility. I thought uh, Primetime was a possibility. I thought they might, uh, Bill O'Brien I thought was a possibility. But (coughs) I don't know, man. Like, I don't get it. Uh, they're just chasing the dragon. They just mm-hmm. and Hugh Freeze going to be on a short leash too. I mean, I set the over under at three, and it's three years. It's pretty much a toss up. Yeah, I mean, you told us you told us that uh, LSU was going to win three games this year. So well, 
I'll guess I'll take the. The open. hate in the heart. That's strong. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay. Well, we'll call that a first down. We'll call that a field goal. You got three field points. Goal range. Got it in. Yeah, three points. Now, I just want to do these quick. These are three. I only got three pros. Okay. So yeah. I got to pop the plays, what you're telling me. Yeah. Have you heard about this? Russell Wilson. I don't know if you saw. Got cussed out by a Sunday defensive lineman. Cussed out by a defensive lineman. Loved it. Not Things aren't going great in Denver nope. for him. Russ Wilson uh, is still has less touchdowns than, than uh, bathrooms in his house. Correct. He had a birthday party this week. Only half of the uh, Denver Broncos showed up. Only half. Were they all invited? Up. They were all invited. Wow. Thrown by Sierra. Wow. Uh, what do you do when only half the team shows up to your birthday and you're Russell Wilson? Keep up the same bull crap he's been doing. I mean, it's clear this guy lives in his own world. I mean, it's all about Russ. And yeah. I love that clip. I didn't see it until probably Monday of the defensive lineman. But, I mean, they have a dominant defense. And what's he got? Three touchdowns and ten interceptions or something on the season? It's something terrible, you know. It's not quite that bad. Yeah. No, that's that might that was somebody else's line. That might be Zach Wilson's line. My bad. But uh, uh, I mean, I'm with Different. I'm with the defense. Look, dude, we're we're blanking people. We're holding them to three points, six points, ten points, whatever. You got to put points up, man. This is a a uh, Super Bowl MVP, two-time Super Bowl appearance, uh, multiple Pro Bowler. I don't know what's going on with Russ, but, boy, they gave him a lot of money, and it, I mean, it didn't work from the jump. It's terrible. Yep. Worst, uh, worst career completion rate uh, this year. He has eight touchdowns and five interceptions. Okay, not much better. He has, I believe he has 12 bathrooms in his house so we're still four short yeah so far uh but only three bedrooms see first we should have known from the get what the hell you're buying a like house with 12 bathrooms and three bedrooms and he has like 17 kids I idiot mean, no philip idiot yeah uh here how about this one of you did you hear this story mike mcdaniels keeps a hot mic uh during the pregame this week uh he was testing out the microphone and two things that he uh, <laughs> said were, uh, Georgia is the best team in the SEC. I'm so glad Tua can't hear us on this microphone. <laughs> That's pretty good. Followed by, <laughs> followed by telling Tua that his high school highlight reel was total trash. Wow. Wow. He's the best. Uh, Mike McDaniels, uh, how great is he? Is he the best um, currently, at least entertainment-wise, best coach in the NFL right He's now? the best rookie coach I've seen in a long time, no doubt about it. Most enjoyable yeah. guy, right? Yeah, I like his personality. Uh, he's got that Shanahan uh, playbook and the San Francisco stuff working. It also helps that he has the two fastest wide receivers in the NFL and the most accurate right. quarterback in the NFL currently. But... Uh, with uh, throws over 40. Well, okay. Well, you got to throw over 40 <laughs> yards to catch the cheetah. <laughs> yeah. When it's, when it's, when it's a when bomb. When you're throwing it the longest you can throw yeah. it. Yeah. When you're throwing it as hard as you can, you are accurate. Um, as our buddy Pete says, they, they, they just run yeah. the touchdown play. I, I like him a lot. I think he's an interesting character. He's, uh, 
I, and I'll tell you what, I would really like to see a Miami Philly Super Bowl. Oh man, that'd be great. Uh, what about this one? Monday night, Colts kept all their timeouts. I'm not sure if Jeff Saturday was aware that you do not get to keep him. I thought Jeff Saturday went to North Carolina, not LSU. Um, hey, um, yeah, that yeah. was mind-boggling to me. Now, I, I made the argument at the time, watching it with some buddies, that they are keeping, um, who are they playing? Stillers. They are keeping Pittsburgh from subbing by not calling timeout. And they were clicking off some plays. But you had three timeouts running your two-minute drill. That was – I don't get that. Baffling. I don't, Baffling. It, it was. I think the, uh, watching Saturday on the uh, – excuse me, Jeff Sunday. I guess it was Jeff Monday this week. Um, he looked at, He looked over his, over his head to me this week. He looked kind of starstruck or however you want to say it this week. I think he's in a little deep. Let me ask you a question. Is Jim Irsay's plan working? Bringing Jeff Saturday in to be the interim coach is his plan. Well, what was his plan, to tank or to win? Because I'm not real sure. That's what I'm, that's what I'm asking you. <laughs> um, in your estimation, what was the plan and what, what uh, is it working? I think the plan was to, knowing Ursay, thinking about how Ursay works, I think the plan was to win, know it's not working, and they should have promoted from within and tanked and got a quarterback. If they, if they wouldn't have already started firing all their coordinators right. the week before they fired their head. Right. But, at the, I mean, what, what did they got? Four wins? Three wins? Four wins? I mean... There are some there are some quarterbacks coming out this year, man, and they better get one. I mean, you got Young, yep. Hooker, uh, the uh, kid out of Kentucky. I mean, there's some players coming out, and they should get one. They should have done that after the Phil Rivers experiment. They should have drafted a quarterback and developed rather than trying to. Yep. They they do not have the team to. Get a court. The quarterback is not their only problem. So I don't understand why you want to hire a 70-year-old quarterback thinking he's going to take you to the promised land because it's not working. Yeah. Well, that's a touchdown. Boom. You nailed that. Boom. What do you think? Is this? Are we keeping this? Are we keeping this segment? Does this? I work? mean, we shine it up a little bit, get better at it. I like this. I mean, okay. any time I can, we'll any time I can spit my raw opinions. And get work, and get and get judged on them. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks. What else we got? Thank Robbie? you. Are we out of time? Did we, what time? Did we, how much time did we get? Did we do all this? You got something? I think he's working on the theme music. Yeah, that was a little theme music I'm working on on the stylophone. Um, I mean, well, we're we're already at the hour mark, but you know what? I got a segment. All right, all right go for but it. But you know what? This is yeah. this is only no, for no, our no, Patreons. No, 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 no. Listen, yeah, listen, I got, listen. I got no, we're going to. Oh, this is for no, the we're Patreon. going to because I did the research. The research is in my one though, but this is for our Patreon subscribers. So if you're all not right. a Patreon subscriber, just turn off your iPhone right now. All just right. turn it off. Shut it down. <laughs> yeah, please. Switch it off. Switch our it off Patreon, completely. Our Patreon's the honor system. Yeah. Shut off your cellular right? yeah. data and yeah. turn it off. Okay. All right. So I want to talk about Mavs Man. 
Okay. So Mavs Man is the mascot for the Dallas Mavericks, right? Dallas, yes. He's been a mascot since 1996, and the original Mavs Man design was terrifying. He had the skin of a basketball, the face just stretched into this creepy grin that just he had this it's not a smile uh-huh. it's a look of it's a look of pain yeah he's grinning through the pain it reminds me he's the mascot equivalent of the the old man in the stock photos that that is used as a meme all the time oh yeah, where yeah, yeah. it's the the man who's smiling but he does not look happy <laughs> that's yep. the original mavs man he's he he he's just just bad, just uncomfortable, just terrifying to look at. Like I can't imagine Whoa. kids, you know, being excited to to see this guy. But in October, how the long Mavericks. Was he around? How I mean, he, since how long since ninety since ninety six. Since the team started. But they, uh, I guess I don't know when the team started, but um, but they just updated the Mavs. Mavs man. So I just I sent you guys a, a Twitter post through the yep. chat here where you guys can see see some images of the new Mavs man. Oh, yeah. So at at first glance, I would say Power Ranger. This is a big improvement. I mean, he's basically it's like if you combine like a Power Ranger with Iron Man, Iron yep. Man, with RoboCop, with basketball shorts. Does he have shorts? That's on? the new Mavs man. Yeah, he's he's wearing some basketball <laughs> I <miss> shorts. That. <laughs> Yeah, but I want you to yeah, look at. So yeah, lead everything from his waist up is like body armor. Yeah. Like yes. Oh, now I protection. see it. <laughs> and then everything from his waist down is just basketball. Player. Sporting gear. Yes. <laughs> yes. He has knee. He, he has knee pads sport. and shin guards. Wow. But that's b- about it. Yeah, he went to take um, sporting goods. He got to the second level where all the hunting stuff was. He's like, yeah, I definitely need the personal. I need the, the personal. Yeah, he's I like, need the bo- I need the body. Top plate. Power Ranger. Then he got downstairs. Top Power Ranger bottom dry plate. fit. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like the and one yeah. guy. If the and one yes. guy also was on. Like, I bet, he's, a swat. I bet he exactly. does a lot of trampoline work. Oh, but I yeah. can see, you know, you can see <laughs> the kids liking liking this guy. I he's got this kind guy of <laughs> he's got kind of a friendly smile. Um, the, but the thing that the thing that strikes me as odd about this guy, if you look at the very first photo in the, in the link I sent mm-hmm. you, uh, all of you Patreon subscribers should have this in your inboxes. Um, the very first photo you can see his mask. It it. His chin is very boy, weird. He does have He's a got chin piece, boy. Chin, right? And so my first thought when I looked at this, I was like, why did they give him a Habsburg chin? Oh, very good. A what? A Habsburg yeah, chin. The inbreeding. So, a Habsburg jaw. So the Habsburgs, it, it, they were they were around. What do you call that? An I mean, underbite? I yeah, I mean it's like Habsburg. Your, your, yeah, so Habsburg H A B. S B U R G. Type in Habsburg jaw, and you'll see this. So the two the two images I, you'll probably I'm not see are do that because I'm not a patron. I'm, I'm definitely okay, well, doing it. The two images that you'll see if you if you search for <laughs> Habsburg jaw, 
it's Philip IV and Charles II of Spain, but they look like total freaks. Charles II who was the final. He was the final Habsburg king of Spain Whoa. because he was so inbred he couldn't he couldn't produce any children. He was called El Hechisado, Hesh, which means the bewitched. Yikes! Um, man. Just a just a real freak of a man. A so little I thought, Jay Leno did on they here. give? Did they give Mav's man a Habsburg chin on purpose? Because. Every, every, when you're making a costume like this, you, you have to think this through. It's like, why did you choose to have the chin jut out instead of being curved back and make it more aerodynamic? So I started looking into this. I'm like, well, is there any, is there any connection between the Habsburgs? Oh, here we go. And Dallas. And, 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 uh, and, and Texas. So here's my, here's my deep dive. Okay. So as I mentioned, the Habsburgs started out, um, in, uh, Austria area, so they they ruled Austria. This is insane. They ruled Austria from 1246 to 1918. <laughs> Dude, within that within that span of time, they ruled pretty much continuously the Holy Roman Empire from 1438 until it was disbanded in 1806. But that's and like then 30 years before the. Texas independence, right? 1836? Texas? Yeah. So, and then, so, so if you look at the Habsburgs, they're primarily in this like Austria, Hungary, and that was, they eventually became Austria, Hungary. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there was also the Spanish branch, like I mentioned. Well, after Charles II, the, the freak, uh, <laughs> died in 1700, then that, then Spain, there was a kind of a war of succession. And then uh-huh. Spain passed on to the Bourbon uh, dynasty. The Bourbons? Um, Bourbons, Bourbons, however you say that. Um, the Gorgons? The Bourbons. Gorgonzolas. Uh-huh. War- All right. By Warbonds, got it. So, we've got Charles II, chin, though. Man. He, this freak, he's the king of Spain. Final, ki- fi- final Habsburg king of Spain from 1665 to 1700. No one's ever going to accuse you of being body positive, that's for sure. No, never. <laughs> Not a whole uh, lot of positive about this body. Yeah. Well, guess what? In 1691... <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. So in 1691, when Charles II is mm-hmm. the king, uh-huh. he appoints... The first governor of Texas, General Domingo Terran de los Rios. Very well, very well pronounced. The very first, the very first governor of Texas was appointed by, by the Habsburgs. Now what? he was only he was only governor, and and not only by Habsburg, but the, the Habsburg jaw Habsburg what? was ap- appointed the first governor of Texas. Shut All right, and so if you go to San Antonio, uh, the Spanish there. governor's palace. There's a crest carved above the door that has their double eagle crest of the of the Habsburgs. Mm. So, so I'm like, okay, well that you know, that's coincidence. Spain Spain got chased out of Texas like two years later, so that that wasn't lasting. So I'm like, well, were there any other Habsburgs? Well, um, in um, 1864, uh-huh. Maximilian I became the emperor of Mexico. Okay. 
So Maximilian I is the younger brother of Franz Joseph, who was um, the head of the Austro-Hungarian Empire at the start of World War I. Okay, so Mexico is kind of, there's, they've got their own republic, but Spain is like, hey, you owe us money, and France, Napoleon III is like, yeah, you owe us money too. So they're like, hey, America's in the middle of this civil war, let's go into Mexico, let's make it a, let's make it an empire. So they're, they're like, hey, Maximilian, you're a Habsburg, you're the younger brother of Franz Joseph, why don't you go there? So he did, and kind of like his uh, predecessor, Charles II, um, he, was, he was only there for like, a three, like three years before he was captured and executed by the Mexican Republic. Mm. So again, some failed Habsburg action going on in, yeah. in this region. Really took it on the chin. Sure did. Yeah. Glass chin. Well, now I was like, okay, well, is there any kind of current connection to the Habsburgs in Texas and but does there have to be like if you're building a mascot like you want it to have some sort of historical significance to the area right like it doesn't have to be like present day but at least they mm, that's true so it could have been it could have been just honoring that for <laughs> Charles II but I, I found on never Twitter. Never forget, never forget the guy's a freak. No, like that's for that's, sure. That's the, the be hard to forget. The great, the great, great, great grandson of Emperor Franz Joseph, mm-hmm. His Royal Highness Eduard von Habsburg, uh-huh. who is a Hungarian diplomat, on October 13th of this year, he posted a photo of himself on Twitter in Dallas, Texas. <gasps> Why was he in Dallas, no Texas? Way. I don't know. He was in Texas for the 2022 Symposium on Blessed Karl von Habsburg, Emperor and King, and a Saint for These Times. Well, Karl von Habsburg, or Charles, is, he was the final Austro-Hungarian emperor. So at the end of World War I, he gets booted. So he was, he was, so we had Franz Joseph, he was an old man, Franz Ferdinand, who was his, uh, Franz Joseph's, uh, Caught successor was uh-huh. assassinated. That's what sparked World yeah. War One. Yeah. So at that point, the succession went to Franz Joseph's grand nephew, Charles or Karl the First. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he becomes he becomes the emperor only for a few years, and then he gets exiled, dies in exile in 1922. All right, but he never abdicated. Ooh. Now, his wife. Zeta, Catherine Zeta. She, she was a member of Catherine the Bourbon. Zeta Jones. She was a member of the Bourbon Parma branch of the Spanish royal family. So that means Charles I, who never abdicated. We've got the Habsburgs, the Austrian branch of the Habsburgs, but they marry into the Spanish Bourbon royal family. Okay, so that means their me. child Otto von Habsburg. Okay. He is technically the emperor of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, but he also has this Spanish royal blood. There's unfinished He's business here. So Otto, King of Texas. Can you, can you be? Yeah. Can you be emperor of an empire that doesn't exist? Well, no. But he wanted to be. 
Don't we all? His whole life, his whole life, he 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 saw their empire, specifically the Holy Roman Empire that the Habsburgs ruled for hundreds of years as the, one of the best things for Europe. And he saw the idea of an empire not as being about domination or subjection. He saw it as we can foster this idea of equality among all of our peoples, and we can lift up and respect even even the most insignificant minorities. But we can um, only do this with me and real ultimate power. I mean, basically. <laughs> yeah. I because want to establish equality by ruling over all of you. Well, that's because so he's the son of he's <laughs> yeah, the right. son of a potential saint, because Carl the first, his father, the last, quote unquote, monarch of Austria Hungary, oh. he is actually up for sainthood, so he's already been beatified or whatever. And now it's in this whole review process. In 1960, Carl I, the ghost or spirit of Carl I, you know what he did? You know what his miracle was? He healed a Brazilian nun of her varicose veins. Mm. I'm not even joking. <laughs> That's a miracle that's, that we're considering varicose Carl von Habsburg, Charles. I mean, they can be. They can be the pillitate. Yeah, I mean, it's, they can be bad. They can be bad. Um, there's also supposedly in in the 2000s there was a Baptist woman in Florida whose Catholic friend wait hold um, on said uh, a what prayer. kind of Baptist has a Catholic friend? I, a bad Florida's bad. weird oh, man. Florida. Florida's yeah. an interesting oh, place. A bad Baptist. Yeah. She had breast cancer and her friend the, prayed economy, for. I mean, you just make friends with whoever's around you and the price. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Exactly. They don't want to work anymore. And a prayer is a prayer. Even if it comes, even if it's, even if it's asking the um, unabdicated final monarch of Austria-Hungary to uh, intercede in huh? prayer for you. And she apparently was healed of her breast cancer. That's two miracles. I mean, okay, yes, he's up this for safety. really helping the ladies. He did, he did in 1917 authorize the use of poison gas by the Austria-Hungarian yeah. uh, army. It came out a thousand. But, hey. Um, so, descendants of but let's Carl. Not what my descendants did to those <laughs> Guess where his granddaughter lives? Dallas. I would guess in, Texas. In Texas. Texas. That's right. Tatiana Galitzin okay. uh, and, and her daughter. Uh, or sorry, Tatiana is the great granddaughter. The granddaughter is Archduchess Maria Anna Galitzin, and they have made their home in Texas. So there's there's all and th there's a lot of Habsburg interest in Texas. And here's what I think. I think this is unfinished business. I think especially when you consider the fact that the the current line of Habsburgs living in Texas, they're descended from both the Habsburgs and the Bourbon, the Spanish Bourbon family. There's unfinished business here. They want Texas. And Mavs Man is just, it's, it's the inroad. It's the inroad. They, they get people to think, oh, Except this is the job. This is, this is fun. This is, wow, this guy is magical. And the next thing you know, we've got, the, we've got Texas okay. becoming the new home base 
of a revived Habsburg empire. <sighs> but do you I think, like it. Okay. I like it. What's the connection to Cuban, though? Not Cuba. He's got a big Mark jaw. Got a big face, kind of. Yeah. Maybe that's who it's supposed to look like. Who's the Mark The owner Cuban? of the Mavs. <laughs> the I'm the just kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but the, the guy's got a lot of money. And do you I know mean, where Mark Cuban went to business there. school? Indiana. That's right. Kelly School of Business. Kelly School of Business. Maybe he's a Habsburg. Maybe he has some Habsburgian blood. I mean, it's it's 2022, right? Almost 2023. It is. Yeah. That means it is mm -hmm. the Habsburgs have been in in positions of power for 776 years. You don't seven, think seven, they've six? got like they they've got untold treasures. Oh yeah. This is like crazy money. So Mark Cuban, he's probably in on all this. I think Mark Cuban is their tool. He's why do you think why do you think the Habsburgs got him on Shark Tank? Yeah, make more money. Oh, is that what make they more did? money? They're pulling yeah. the strings. I I think this is all part of a plot. I think what we're gonna see is we 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 are going to see the resurrection of the Habsburg Ooh. dynasty. We might see a new Holy Roman Empire. In Texas. Well, that'd be th at least starting in Texas, something. and then I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna start in Texas, and then I think they're gonna work south in Mexico. Mexico is gonna be brought back into the fold. There's unfinished business here, and I think we're just seeing the start of it. So, like I said, just putting this out in the ether, you'll probably see be all on kinds ESPN of, in of six front weeks. page yeah. headlines about this. Yeah. Um, another fun fact: Guess who the uh, the heir apparent of the entire Habsburg line is right now. Mm. He is Ferdinand, Zvonimir, Maria Baltus, Keith Michael Otto, Antal Bonham, <coughs> Leonard von Habsburg Lothringen, who is an Austrian race car driver. Wow. So he races in the FIA World Endurance Championship and the European Le Mans series. So all of this, there's there's another sports connection here. But they might the, the these Texan these Texans may just be laying the groundwork. What do people in the, what do people in Texas love? They love racing. You bring in this new emperor. It's a race so you car think driver. that Texas Young. is going to go back to Mexico? What about like New Mexico, Arizona? No, 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 no. Texas won't. Texas will become the start of the Holy Roman Empire. The Holy they'll secede, Roman Empire. They'll secede from the U.S. They might not call it that, but yeah. that's what it's going to be. It's going to be the revived Holy Roman Empire. And they're going to work their way south. They're all Mexico, and we're going to have we're going to have a revived Habsburg because Europe they're they're done with Europe. Been there, they done that. They're they're Russia makes them. Why would you want to be right next to Putin in this day and age? Mm. This is this is this is ripe for the picking. And there's enough Texans who, you know, are are dissatisfied probably with Uncle Joe yeah. Brandon, that. They're like, oh, I mean, this race car driver seems eh, monarchy. That doesn't. I mean, it's kind of crazy. This this Edward Hobsburg. You look at his Twitter feed. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, your highness. These are not these are not Austrians. These are not Hungarians. But there's all these people around the world that are like, oh, your highness. Um, blah 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 blah. Commenting on all of his twi his Twitter posts. People want people want. Where does uh, where they does Ted? What happens people to Ted Cruz ruled. when this goes down? 
firing squad oh, replacement boy. What he had before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point, he's a what? He's a. It's blasphemy to speak out against the Holy Roman Empire because it's ordained. Yeah, right? and he can't. And he can't run to Cancun right. because they're moving south, and that's going to be in the empire too. Yeah, he'd be in hell yeah. at that point. And there's there's a big that part of the, the Austria Hungary Germany. There's a sizable population in really? Texas from that from that area. I mean, that's why they have the the. Uh, Carl von Hobs- Habsburg Symposium in Texas pretty frequently. There's enough Texans that are not only not only have that heritage, but but are like attending, paying paying to go to a symposium about the emperor saint, potential saint. So I don't know. Keep your eyes peeled. Mm, that's all I gotta it. say. Now the uh, the other theory, I'll just I'll just toss this in here. Final final thought. It's a robot. So as I was as I was looking at this, I was like, you know, maybe it's the Habsburg. Some people might think that's a little far fetched. <laughs> Not anybody there's an, here. There's buddy. a there's another there's another potential option here. Okay. So this was a, an article in the Guardian in 2004 by Mark Abrams. He was talking about the Hob, the Habsburg jaw the the results of inbreeding and he said quote a neurologist of my acquaintance recently moved to east texas Mm. where he discovered a most unexpected source of research material he reports that thanks to many generations of inbreeding the region is full of genetically based neurological phenomena that he had previously seen only in medical books what he had thought to be rare curiosities turn out to be commonplace in texas you know why because it's the worst state in America. <laughs> it may be big, but it's all wrong. So it could, it, it, we, we could yeah. have the rumblings of the, of the resurrection of the Holy Roman Empire, or it could just be a bunch of inbred Texans. <laughs> There's a, a the, uh, uh, hypothesis, an alternate hypothesis, and a null hypothesis in this case, huh? Yeah. You think Texas yeah. is worse like than it. Florida? So. Yes. Both, I think both of actually, Spanish heritage, though. So we got a theme there. Mm-hmm. A, no. uh, Charles II, the the freak, he actually freed uh, enslaved people in Spanish really? Texas. Huh. But you're that thinking, yeah. But mm-hmm. read your, you're thinking about <laughs> this wrong. Much like, much in the way that the uh, Mammoth Cave is connected right. to Carlsbad Cavern. It's, it's by not, a, that's by an, not true. By an underground... Passage. Portal. No, there's no way that's it, it true. Could totally, it could totally be true. Sure. It's it, not true. It, Florida <laughs> and Texas are actually the same state that are connected via oh. a, a land tunnel that goes under oh. and connects okay. the like, like the so. Mobile Bay Tunnel, but longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. That's they're, they're actually one and the same. There is no there is no Texas and Florida. There is only uh, Texas, Texas Florida. Florida line. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There is no separation there. It's actually one and the same. This is interesting. Think hey, think hey, about I it. I don't hey. know. Hey. Think about think, it. Think about it. <laughs> anyway. 
Well, I just wanted to leave you with that. I know we went long. I Way just long. wanted to. Uh, well, we didn't go long for our. Yeah, that's yet. true. No, that's true. But and I'm not going to be here next week, cause, so I wanted to what? just get a little segment. What are you doing? I'm going to be in Texas. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even. Ju- uh, this is <laughs> not a joke. Where are you going in Texas? <laughs> I'm going to no, be in Austin Texas. for work. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I fly out on Sunday and I'll be there hey. till like Thursday. I have to go to Texas. I'm hey, not happy make... about this. Yeah, we can tell. You just called it the worst place. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe I'll I'll dig up some new facts. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, is that where Corey Corey responded is? Maybe you and Corey. Could he might he might be there. We might, yeah, we might meet him at the uh, clock yeah. tower on the University of Texas campus. <laughs> Yikes, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly, Music Commissioner, Brandon Casper, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, uh, Sullivan, Sean, and the Honorary Bob uh, Wayne Charles II right. of Spain. Big Chin Charles. <laughs> no, just go I'm going to do a homer pick and give it to the Alabama Crimson Tide for their 15th consecutive 10 win season. That, that Wait, is a record. Can he do this right now? Huh? You can do this? Can he make a them a ball team. boy? A ball dynasty. He's doing oh boy. It. 15 All consecutive right. years of 10 wins. And let chaos reign. 15 years. Who's the second team? Who's the next team with 12 years of 10 win seasons? That is no. now over? They got it this year, too. It's still, still going. Uh, let's see. It's not. Let me think about this for a second. Uh, it's not. It is Clemson. Uh, it is Clemson. Yeah. Okay. That would have. Been, that would be. Yeah. Because I would. I didn't know if they had been there, had done it. Yeah, I was surprised too, but they have. Yeah. There we go. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports 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 pod at gmail dot com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, or if next week you want to be. Uh, the third man on our podcast. It sounds like Rowdy's not here. Uh, or woman. Yeah, third, third person. Whatever. Yeah, bring, bring your yeah. research. Let's do this. Don't forget to rate us and to subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday, where we will ask, "How about some sports?" How about it? Yeah.